gracious and eternal Father. We come to say thank you. Thank you for your bountiful blessings, your mercy, your grace, your deliverance, and your favor, Father God. Father God, we'll move it over, whatever it is, Father God, to give, give you time in the, the, the relationship we have to have with you, Father God. We'll do anything we have to do in this season, Father God. Father, I'm asking that you touch everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus. Remove every restriction off of their minds, Father God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to remove every hindrance from me right now in the name of Jesus. And let me flow with you in Christ Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Welcome Mount Moriah, Facebook friends and family. It's good to be back on another Wisdom Wednesday. Today we're going to talk about it. You heard the artist on the song. And he said, I will make room. I will make room. We're moving back to a sense, notice what I've said, a sense of normality in our community now. Uh, we're on phase one. Things are beginning to pick up a little bit and, and, and things, people are going back to work and things are resuming, not at 100%, but resuming to some form. And I want to remind you, even though things are looking like they are uh, resuming back to the normality, I have to tell you right now, I have to tell you this evening, make room for Jesus. You have to make room for Jesus. Make room for him because the thing about it, when we was under quarantine, we had a lot of time on our hands. We had a lot of thinking time, a lot of time to reflect, and a lot of time to really meditate on things that we went through in certain situations in our lives. And hopefully, and I pray, that we made some changes that will put us back in alignment with the will of God. But we must. I, I, I'm my brothers and sisters out there in the body of Christ, I, I want you to make a commitment with me. I want you to make a, a declaration with me and say, I will make room for the Lord. I will make room for the Lord. In Mark chapter 1 verse 35, it says that Jesus, Jesus very early in the morning while it was still dark, left his house and went off into a solitary place where he prayed. In the morning, in the morning. Why is it so essential that Jesus got up early in the morning and prayed before everybody else got up? Because Jesus was looking for direction in his day. See, we can't wake up and expect our day to go the way the Father is, is, is planning to go if we don't ask for direction in the beginning. We have to set our day to where we ask for direction. We just can't enter our day and think that everything is going to be fine because the, the word says the enemy is seeking whom he can devour. And if we don't get uh, direction at the beginning of the day, in the beginning of our day, when we open our eyes but first say, thank you, Lord, for opening my eyes, we have to get direction. See, most of us, when we had time on our hands, we were able, when we was under quarantine, we were able to get up early in the morning because we weren't able to go to work because things at work might have shut down or maybe we was laid off for a little while. And uh, we were able to get up in the morning and actually say thank you, Lord, and actually be able to pray in the morning. But just because you're going back to work and just because things are look like looking like they are resuming, don't forget about God. Because I see right now, God is the one who gave you the job and gave you the time to be thankful in order for you to get the job again. 
Uh, uh, we, we, we have to be mindful of, of, of making, making room, making room. Why? Why do we make room? In any relationship of a, of a relationship is worth having, we make room to have communication. We make room to have communication even if we're married, even if we have a significant other or we're dating. We have to make room to communicate and build a relationship between one another. We have to have dialogue. And this is what Jesus was doing early in the morning. He was having that dialogue with his father. Why? We ask the question, why did Jesus have to leave the house? Because to be in solitary, you're taking yourself out the situation that you're in and placing yourself in solitude. Sometimes you have to remove yourself from the situation that they're in, not meaning that it's bad, a bad situation, because the situation you could be in, it could be a blessed situation, but sometimes you have to get out of that situation that you're in to have that time with the Father. See, that time with the Father, then you're, you're able to, to hear what he's saying. And then they, you're able to go along with your day and, and, and being in alignment with the will of God. And it also says in Luke chapter 5, 16, in the Amplified Version, but Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray in seclusion. Now the reason for this, if you look at the scripture before this, uh, everybody was bringing uh, uh, sick people and they knew that Jesus was healing. See, word got to across town that Jesus was a healer and Jesus was a savior. So everybody brought their they loved ones and everybody who was sick to Jesus. But Jesus knew one thing. I have to replenish myself. I have to replenish myself because I give it all. If I give it all, I'll be no good to myself and I'll be no good to others. So we have to take that time to replenish ourselves. See, when, when you're going back to work and and then you get those lunch breaks, whether your lunch break is your 30 minutes or, or an hour, whatever it is, instead of sitting in a noisy room with other employees talking about God knows whatever, we should take that time and find a quiet place where we could get with God and replenish ourselves and reinvigorate ourselves for the remainder of the day. So many times before, I've been a, a victim of it also. And on your lunch break, when you get with certain people on the on a, on a job, and you wind up talking and clowning and laughing, thinking that you're taking your mind off of the situation, but really you're going back to the situation that you're actually in because you didn't spend that time with God and put all your burdens on God so you could be re reinvigorated. We, we we have to have strategy behind our prayer. We have to have strategy within our prayer. I, I look at it as if every other religion could could, could have prayer time. So whereas they, they, they take certain times of the day, three times a day, and everything has to shut down when they pray. Then as Christians, as a as we under the most high God and our God is sovereign and our God is is is, is under his sovereign rulership, we should be able to take that time also. So we have to we have to find time. We have to Set up a point. Uh -huh. Why don't you do this? Why don't you set up an appointment with Jesus? And I guarantee he'll meet you there. Set an appointment with him. Say, Lord, what time you you, you want to meet? Do you want to meet early in the morning? Do you want to meet in the afternoon? When, when do you want to meet me, Lord? Because I love to spend time with you. 
And I guarantee you this, that, that the Lord loves that because you're given the initiative that's saying that I, I want to spend time with your father. I want to see what you have to say. I want to I wanna understand the will and purpose that you have for my life. But in order to do that, I have to have an appointment time. We have to have a time to where we, we are able to have this, that one-on-one that -on -one time for one another, to have that dialogue, or just to sit quiet and hear what the father is saying. Because we got to be careful, and then it, it, history repeats itself, and I hope it doesn't again. But but soon as the Lord take His hand upon us, off of us, we go back to the ways that we used to used to have and used to do. See, we have to be mindful when the Lord hand is upon us. We have to understand we correct ourselves and we we adjust the situation to be in alignment with God. But don't be like a dog that go back to his own vomit. That's the word of God that said, "Don't be like a dog that goes back." To his own vomit. When the reason why the dog was able to vomit that because it was something that didn't agree with him, something that upset his stomach, and he was it upset his whole his whole body. So he had to rid himself of it so he could move on. Don't go back to your vomit. I tell you this, people of God, we have to be mindful in these times because the world is looking at the church right now. The world is looking at it and see what we're going to do. Because right now the world doesn't know what to do. So the world has to have a guide. So when the world is looking at the world is looking at the church. And the church is supposed to be looking up to the Father and say, Father, what shall we do? What is the next move that we should make? So we have to be mindful as people of God with decisions that we make. And we should also don't let the world force you into anything. If the Holy Spirit haven't gave you an answer on your prayer, keep still. Don't let the world force you into anything. Because the world will do what the world do. The world has its own mindset. But we of the people of God and kingdom children have the mind of Christ. Or supposed to have the mind of Christ and do the will of God. But I say right now, I say right now. We have to take time. We have to make room for the fall. Don't let it be another situation to where the father has to lay you down or the father has to put you on the sick bed or the father has to do something in your life to disrupt it for you to, for him to get time with you. Don't let that happen. The Bible says don't be like a horse used with bit and bridle for, for you to be controlled and for you to be able to listen. We have to take that time. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for everybody watching right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we will make room for you, Father. Father, we will move everything out the way because everything we have in our life came from you. We wouldn't have the children that we have. We wouldn't have the family we have. We wouldn't have the houses we have. We wouldn't have the cars we have. We wouldn't have the job we have if it wasn't for you, Father God. Because, Father, we're not worshiping the gift. We're worshiping the gift giver, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, thank you. Thank you for covering our bodies. Thank you for covering everything that belongs to us and everything that's attached to us in the name of Jesus. Father, we remove every hindrance of our life in the name of Jesus. We remove all restriction right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. People of God, make room. Don't lose track of what we just went through. Make room for God. Nothing moves and nothing happens until somebody prays. Amen.